the Bible, the most unique book in all of human history. It claims to be divine in origin, and it delivers a message that, if true, affects every human being on the planet Earth, in this life, and in whatever awaits us when this life is over. The Bible is unique in its survival. Over the past 2,000 years, no other book has been subjected to the intense scrutiny that the Bible has endured. Generations of linguists, historians, and archaeologists have explored the details of the Bible's production and tested the accuracy of its transmission to us today. Critics and foes have come and gone. Problems have been raised and solved, and still the Bible stands, totally alone in the degree of its historical accuracy and reliability. The Bible is also unique in foretelling future events. The Old Testament alone contains over 2,000 specific predictions about people, cities, nations, and empires. Predictions made hundreds of years before being perfectly fulfilled in history. The Bible is unique in its influence. It's been called the fountainhead of Western civilization and is by far the most quoted text in America's founding documents. Millions of men, women, and children from every station and walk of life have felt the liberating, redeeming power of this book of books, and their changed lives have changed the world and the course of history. The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar is your opportunity to hear this unique book, the entire Bible, every year. Now, here's the host of The Bible Live, Soapy Dollar. Don't you worry, we are here. Thanks for being along with us today, folks, for a brand new book of the Bible. We have just completed the beautiful book of Acts, this book of history set in the New Testament, the transition period between the time of Messiah when Jesus lived out his life and his ministry was crucified, executed on a Roman cross, then resurrected three days later, and then 40 to 50 days later, the message began to be proclaimed that he is risen. The body was never produced. The Messiah had been predicted, had been prophesied in the Old Testament that his body would not corrupt, that he would indeed be resurrected. Jesus himself predicted his resurrection from the dead. Now, I don't say that lightly. When you talk about somebody coming back from the dead, it is something that is just absolutely unheard of, never done, never seen before, never at all. Now, we do have some people in the Old Testament and New miraculously raised temporarily. They did die again, but Jesus the Messiah was resurrected never to die again. Ascended to heaven, he is in a glorified body. He now sits at the right hand of the Father. In other words, the idea is that it's an accomplished work of redemption on our behalf. Well, we finished the book of Acts, and now we move over to the Old Testament, back to where we left the people of Israel. They were in bondage in Babylon. They had been taken away for 70 years of exile in Babylon. This, of course, was predicted. God had told them that they were going to do this. If they turned away from him and rejected their Lord and began to follow idolatry and immorality, and that's what happened. We'll pick them up there. As they return now, uh, I'll tell you how Ezra wrote the books of First and Second Chronicles and why they are presented to us. Right now, though, let's go to our Wisdom and Worship segment. We read through the Psalms and the Proverbs, and tonight, back to the Psalms, chapter 78 on The Bible Life. Psalm 78, verses 1 through 8. O my people, listen to my teaching. Open your ears to what I am saying. 
For I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past, stories we have heard and know, stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children, but will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord. We will tell of His power and the mighty miracles He did. For He issued His decree to Jacob. He gave His law to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children, so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born, that they in turn might teach their children. So each generation can set its hope anew on God, remembering His glorious miracles and obeying His commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. End of reading, Psalm 78, 1 through 8. Sing your praise to the Lord. Come on, everybody, stand up and sing one more. Hallelujah, sing your praise to the Lord. I could never tell you just how much good that it's going to do you. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. It's so good that we are reading Psalm 78 along with the Chronicles because they are both a review of the history of Israel. Ezra here writes the book of Chronicles for the returning Israelites, those returning from the exile, to remind them of who they are, their covenant relationship with the true and living God. He starts out with a lot of genealogies. Now, these genealogies are important because they help the people identify themselves with the chosen people, with the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So let's begin tonight the book of First Chronicles on the Bible Life. First Chronicles 1, 1 through 443. First Chronicles 1. The descendants of Adam were Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah. The sons of Noah were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The descendants of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tirah. The descendants of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Rephath, and Togarmah. The descendants of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kedem, and Rodanan. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Misraim, Put, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ramah, and Sabteca. The descendants of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. Cush was also the ancestor of Nimrod, who was known across the earth as a heroic warrior. Mizraim was the ancestor of the Ludites, Anamites, Lahabites, Naphtuhites, Pathrusites, Kasluhites, and the Kaphtarites, from whom the Philistines came. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, the ancestor of the Sidonians. Canaan was also the ancestor of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvidites, Zemorites, and Hamathites. The descendants of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arshaphad, Lud, and Aram. The descendants of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arphashad was the father of Shelah. Shelah was the father of Eber. Eber had two sons. The first was named Peleg, division, for during his lifetime the people of the world were divided into different language groups and dispersed. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Almodad, Shelef, Hasamaveth, Jera, Hadoram, Usal, Dikla, Obal, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were descendants of Joktan. So this is the family line descended from Shem. Arphashad, Shelah, Eber, Peleg, Reu, Serug, Nahor, Terah, and Abram, later known as Abraham. The sons of Abraham were Isaac and Ishmael. The sons of Ishmael were Nabaioth, the oldest, Kedar, Abil, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jetur, Nafish, 
and Kedamah. These were the sons of Ishmael. The sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine, were Zimron, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. The sons of Jokshan were Sheba and Dedan. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Epher, Hanok, Abida, and Eldaah. All these were sons of Abraham by his concubine Keturah. Abraham was the father of Isaac. The sons of Isaac were Esau and Israel. The sons of Esau were Eliphaz, Reuel, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, Kenaz, and Amalek, who was born to Timnah. The sons of Reuel were Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Misa. The sons of Seir were Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Ana, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. The sons of Lotan were Hori and Heman. Lotan's sister was named Timna. The sons of Shobal were Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho, and Onam. The sons of Zibion were Aaya and Ana. The son of Ana was Dishon. The sons of Dishon were Hemdan, Eshban, Ethron, and Keron. The sons of Ezer were Bilhan, Zaavan, and Akan. The sons of Dishan were Uz and Aran. These are the kings who ruled in Edom before there were kings in Israel. Bela, son of Beor, who ruled from his city of Dinhabah. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah from Bozrah, became king. When Jobab died, Husham from the land of the Temanites became king. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Bedad, became king and ruled from the city of Avith. He was the one who destroyed the Midianite army in the land of Moab. When Hadad died, Samla from the city of Masrakah became king. When Samla died, Shaul from the city of Rehoboth on the Euphrates River became king. When Shaul died, Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, became king. When Baal Hanan died, Hadad became king and ruled from the city of Paul. His wife was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred and granddaughter of Mezahab. Then Hadad died. The clan leaders of Edom were Timna, Alva, Jetheth, Oholibama, Ela, Pinon, Kenaz, Teman, Mibzar, Magdiel, and Diram. These were the clan leaders of Edom. You're listening to the Bible Live with Sophie Dollar. First Chronicles 2. The sons of Israel were Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. Judah had three sons through Bathshua, a Canaanite woman. Their names were Ur, Onan, and Shelah. But the oldest son, Ur, was a wicked man, so the Lord killed him. Later, Judah had twin sons through Tamar, his widowed daughter-in-law. Their names were Perez and Zerah. So Judah had five sons in all. The sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. The sons of Zerah were Zimri, Ethan, Heman, Kalkol, and Darda, five in all. Achan, son of Carmi, one of Zerah's descendants, brought disaster on Israel by taking plunder that had been set apart for the Lord. The son of Ethan was Azariah. The sons of Hezron were Jeramael, Ram, and Caleb. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nashon, a leader of Judah. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz. Boaz was the father of Obed. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse's first son was Eliab. His second was Abinadab. His third was Shemaiah. His fourth was Nethanel. His fifth was Radai. His sixth was Ozem, and his seventh was David. Their sisters were named Zeruiah and Abigail. Zeruiah had three sons named Abishai, Joab, and Asahel. Abigail married a man named Jether, an Ishmaelite, and they had a son named Amasa. Hezron's son Caleb had two wives named Azuba and Jerioth. Azuba's sons were named Jesher, Shobab, and Ardon. After Azuba died, Caleb married Ephrathah, and they had a son named Hur. Hur was the father of Uri. 
Uri was the father of Bezalel. When Hezron was sixty years old, he married Gilead's sister, the daughter of Machir. They had a son named Segub. Segub was the father of Jair, who ruled twenty-three towns in the land of Gilead. Later, Geshur and Aram captured the towns of Jair and also took Kenoth and its sixty surrounding villages. All these were descendants of Machir, the father of Gilead. Soon after Hezron died in the town of Caleb Ephrathah, his wife Abijah gave birth to a son named Ashur, the father of Tekoa. The sons of Jeramael, the oldest son of Hezron, were Ram, the oldest, Buna, Oren, Ozim, and Ahijah. Jeramael had a second wife named Atara. She was the mother of Onam. The sons of Ram, the oldest son of Jeramael, were Maas, Jamin, and Eker. The sons of Onam were Shammai and Jada. The sons of Shemai were Nadab and Abishur. The sons of Abishur and his wife Abihel were Aban and Molit. The sons of Nadab were Selet and Apaim. Selet died without children, but Apaim had a son named Ishi. The son of Ishi was Sheshan. Sheshan had a descendant named Alai. Shemai's brother Jada had two sons named Jether and Jonathan. Jether died without children, but Jonathan had two sons named Peleth and Zaza. These were all descendants of Jeramael. Sheshan had no sons, though he did have daughters. He also had an Egyptian servant named Jarha. Sheshan gave one of his daughters to be the wife of Jarha, and they had a son named Atai. Atai was the father of Nathan. Nathan was the father of Zabad. Zabad was the father of Ephlal. Ephlal was the father of Obed. Obed was the father of Jehu. Jehu was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Heles. Heles was the father of Eliasah. Eliasah was the father of Sismai. Sismai was the father of Shalom. Shalom was the father of Jechamiah. Jechamiah was the father of Elishama. The oldest son of Caleb, the brother of Jeramael, was Mesha, the father of Ziph. Caleb's second son was Marishah, the father of Hebron. The sons of Hebron were Korah, Tapua, Rechem, and Shema. Shema was the father of Raham. Raham was the father of Jorkeam. Rechem was the father of Shemai. The son of Shemai was Maon. Maon was the father of Bethzur. Caleb's concubine Ephah gave birth to Haran, Moza, and Gazes. Haran was the father of Gazes. The sons of Jadai were Regem, Jotham, Geshem, Pelet, Ephah, and Shaaf. Another of Caleb's concubines, Maaka, gave birth to Sheber and Tirhanah. She also gave birth to Shaaf, the father of Matmanah, and Sheva, the father of Machbenah and Gibeah. Caleb also had a daughter named Aksal. These were all descendants of Caleb. The sons of Hur, the oldest son of Caleb's wife Ephrathah, were Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim, Salma, the father of Bethlehem, and Haref, the father of Beth-Gader. The descendants of Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim, were Haroeh, half the Manahathites, and the families of Kiriath-Jerim, the Ethrites, Puthites, Shumathites, and Mishraites, from whom came the people of Zorah and Ishtaol. The descendants of Salma were Bethlehem, the Natophathites, Atroth Beth Joab, the other half of the Manahathites, the Zorites, and the families of scribes living at Jabez, the Tirathites, Shemaathites, and Sukathites. All these were Kenites who descended from Hamath, the father of the family of Rechab. You're listening to the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. First Chronicles 3. These were the sons who were born to David in Hebron. The oldest was Amnon, whose mother was Ahinoam of Jezreel. The second was Kiliab, whose mother was Abigail from Carmel. The third was Absalom, whose mother was Maacah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur. The fourth was Adonijah, whose mother was Hagith. 
The fifth was Shephatiah, whose mother was Abital. The sixth was Ethriom, whose mother was Eglah. These six sons were born to David in Hebron, where he reigned seven and a half years. Then David moved the capital to Jerusalem, where he reigned another thirty-three years. The sons born to David in Jerusalem included Shemaiah, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon. Bathsheba, the daughter of Amiel, was the mother of these sons. David also had nine other sons, Ebhar, Elishua, Elpelet, Noga, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphelet. These were the sons of David, not including the sons of his concubines. David also had a daughter named Tamar. The descendants of Solomon were Rehoboam, Abijah, Asa, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, Ahaziah, Joash, Amaziah, Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, Manasseh, Ammon, and Josiah. The sons of Josiah were Johanan the oldest, Jehoiakim the second, Zedekiah the third, and Jehoahaz the fourth. Jehoiakim was succeeded by his son Jehoiakim. He in turn was succeeded by his uncle Zedekiah. The sons of Jehoiakim, who was taken prisoner by the Babylonians, were Shealtiel, Malkiram, Pedaiah, Shenazar, Jechamiah, Heshamah, and Nedabiah. The sons of Pedaiah were Zerubbabel and Shimei. The sons of Zerubbabel were Meshulam and Hananiah. He also had a daughter named Shelomith. His five other sons were Hashuba, Ohel, Berechiah, Hasadiah, and Jushab Hesed. The sons of Hananiah were Pelatiah and Jeshaiah. Jeshaiah's son was Rephaiah. Rephaiah's son was Arnon. Arnon's son was Obadiah. Obadiah's son was Shechaniah. Shechaniah's descendants were Shemaiah and his sons, Hattush, Egal, Bariah, Neariah, and Shephat, six in all. The sons of Neariah were Elionai, Hiskiah, and Azrikam, three in all. The sons of Elionai were Hodaviah, Eliashib, Pelaiah, Akub, Johanan, Delaiah, and Anani, seven in all. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. First Chronicles 4. Some of the descendants of Judah were Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. Shobal's son Reaiah was the father of Jahath. Jahath was the father of Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zorathites. The descendants of Edom were Jezreel, Ishma, Ibdash, Hazalel Poni, his daughter, Penuel, the father of Gedor, and Ezer, the father of Hushah. These were the descendants of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, the ancestor of Bethlehem. Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives named Hela and Naarah. Naarah gave birth to Ahusam, Hefer, Temeni, and Ha'ahashtari. Hela gave birth to Zereth, Ishar, Ethnan, and Kos, who became the ancestor of Anub, Zobebah, and all the families of Aharhel, son of Harum. There was a man named Jabez who was more distinguished than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and extend my lands. Please be with me in all that I do, and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Caleb, the brother of Shuha, was the father of Mehir. Mehir was the father of Eshton. Eshton was the father of Bethrapha, Pasaiah, and Tahina. Tahina was the father of Ir-Nahash. These were the descendants of Rekah. The sons of Kenas were Othniel and Seraiah. Othniel's sons were Hathath and Meonathai. Meonathai was the father of Ophrah. Seraiah was the father of Joab, the founder of the Valley of Craftsmen, so called because many craftsmen lived there. The sons of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, were Eru, Elah, and Naam. 
The son of Elah was Kenaz. The sons of Jahalalel were Zeph, Zepha, Tiria, and Asarel. The sons of Ezra were Jether, Meret, Epher, and Jalon. Meret married an Egyptian woman who became the mother of Miriam, Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtemoa. Meret also married a woman of Judah who became the mother of Jeret, the father of Gedor, Heber, the father of Soko, and Jekuthiel, the father of Zanoah. Meret's Egyptian wife was named Bethiah, and she was an Egyptian princess. Hodiah's wife was the sister of Naham. One of her sons was the father of Keilah the Garmite, and another was the father of Eshtemoah the Maachathite. The sons of Shimon were Amnon, Rina, Ben-Hanan, and Tilon. The descendants of Ishi were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. Shelah was one of Judah's sons. The descendants of Shelah were Ur, the father of Lekah, Laada, the father of Marishah, the families of linen workers at Beth Ashbeah, Jokim, the people of Kozeba, Joash and Saraf, who ruled over Moab and Jashubi Lehem. These names all come from ancient records. They were the potters who lived in Netaim and Gedera. They all worked for the king. The sons of Simeon were Nemuel, Jamin, Jarib, Zerah, and Shaul. The descendants of Shaul were Shalum, Mibsam, and Mishma. The descendants of Mishma were Hamuel, Zakur, and Shimei. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but none of his brothers had large families. So Simeon's tribe never became as large as the tribe of Judah. They lived in Beersheba, Moladah, Hazar-Shual, Bilhah, Ezem, Tolad, Bethuel, Horma, Ziklag, Beth-Markaboth, Hazar-Susim, Beth-Biri, and Sha'araim. These towns were under their control until the time of King David. Their descendants also lived in Etam, Ain, Rimon, Token, and Ashan, five towns and their surrounding villages as far away as Baalath. This was their territory, and these names are recorded in their family genealogy. Other descendants of Simeon included Meshobab, Jamlek, Joshah, son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, son of Joshabiah, son of Seraiah, son of Asiel, Elionai, Jaakobah, Jeshohiah, Asahiah, Adiel, Jesimiel, Benaiah, and Zisa, son of Shifi, son of Alon, son of Jedaiah, son of Shimri, son of Shimaiah. These were the names of some of the leaders of Simeon's wealthy clans, who traveled to the region of Gedor in the east part of the valley, seeking pasture land for their flocks. They found lush pastures there, and the land was quiet and peaceful. Some of Ham's descendants had been living in the region of Gador. But during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah, the leaders of Simeon invaded it and completely destroyed the homes of the descendants of Ham and of the Maunites. They killed everyone who lived there and took the land for themselves because they wanted its good pasture land for their flocks. Five hundred of these invaders from the tribe of Simeon went to Mount Seir, led by Pelatiah, Neariah, Rephaiah, and Uziel, all sons of Ishi. They destroyed the few Amalekites who had survived, and they have lived there ever since. End of reading, 1 Chronicles 1-1 through 4-43. God's Talk Show, The Bible Live. If you need to talk to God, He's only a prayer away. Pray, 
All right. What we have tonight is a literary family reunion. I guess that's what we could call it, a literary family reunion from Adam onward. And notice that the emphasis is on the godly branch of the human race. Cain and Abel aren't mentioned, but Seth is. Seth came to replace Abel, and he became the branch of the believing, those who seek God, desire God, responding to God's revelation of himself. We see throughout the Old Testament this division Those who choose God, those who desire God, seek the true and living God, and those who reject that God, make gods for themselves, idols, or seek power and authority for themselves. You'll see that tendency all through the Old Testament. As you listen to these families, these individuals, it's not just a boring list of names. It's the story of God's dealings with the human race, with men and women, God's revealing of himself to the human race. He begins focusing on the whole human race, Adam and Eve, and on through them. Then you come to the flood of Noah, you come to the Tower of Babel, and then God begins to work with a man and his family. The rest of the time is we're following God's dealings with them because God is using that clan, that family, to reveal himself again to the whole human race. Remember here how important it is that once Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the 12 tribes of Jacob, he planted them in a strategic place. It is not an accident where they lived. God had called Abraham to that place. Bethlehem is mentioned there, house of bread it means, but all of these places were as important as the people. Again, I want to emphasize how wonderful it is. It really was not intentional, but it just has worked beautifully that we are reading Psalm 78 at the time we're reading Chronicles because both have to do with a review of the history of God's dealings with the people of Israel. Psalm 78, we'll read it now for several more evenings. It's a long psalm, but it is one that reviews the dealings of God. And, of course, that's where we are In the Chronicles as well, Ezra, the priest who has returned with those who returned from exile in Babylon, is now reviewing the history of God's dealings with humanity and with the people of Israel. And the places are as important as the names of people because all of this has to do with God's redemptive plan. Bible Live with Sophie Dollar. Sophie reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndale House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America, and your financial support is needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to The Bible Live, Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, thebiblelive.com. Don't forget, join us each weekday for The Bible Live with Sophie Dollar. Start today, and in one year's time, we will read and respond together to the entire Bible. Let the most important word you hear each day be God's Word. 